Hello, this is Mark Bassingthwaite. I'm the risk manager here at Alps. Welcome to another episode of Alps In Brief. We're coming to you from the historic Florence building in beautiful downtown Missoula, Montana. And I'm delighted to be able to introduce another guest this afternoon, uh, Dr. Kathleen Basket. She's a physician with St. Vincent's Healthcare here in uh, Billings, Montana, and uh, runs the weight management clinic. And I wanted to take some time to talk with Dr. Basket today in follow-up or to, to continue on with the discussion we've been having uh, on the podcast uh, which is a very, very hot topic among bar associations and within the profession. Now, it's just attorney well-being. Um, Dr. Basket, before we get into some more uh, interesting discussion, can you just take a few moments and tell the audience a little bit about yourself? For sure, and thank you for having me. It is an honor to be here. Um, I've been practicing medicine for about 30 years, um, my area of expertise at this point is bariatric medicine, which essentially is weight management, and it is treating people dealing with obesity. And right now in our country, obesity is the first leading cause of preventable death. So in my clinic, I'm working with people who want to lose weight in a non-surgical manner, but also helping to care for people who are preparing for bariatric surgery and subsequently caring for them after they've had that surgery. Okay. Uh, as you're well aware, uh, in terms of we've had some time to talk and, and visit a little bit, you know, you, you do know that I uh, travel and, uh, you know, I, I can share lawyers, you know, whether some lawyers have quite a bit of time on the road and, and others just have very full days, long days, you know, I mean, it's just, they, they may come home or not come home for supper, but they're back to the office and, and spend time in the evening and whatnot. And, and just maintaining even just healthy eating, healthy eating habits, I, I think can be a challenge. Uh, I'd, I'd love to hear your, your comments on the importance of, of a healthy diet. And then maybe following up on that, thoughts that you might have in terms of how the busy professional, whether we're on the road or just spending lots and lots and, you know, too much time uh, in the office, um, you know, how we might try to address that so that we can help maintain uh, just a healthy lifestyle as it relates to food. Well, well for, for sure. Um, you know, in medicine today, so many of the issues that we deal with are more chronic diseases versus infectious diseases of years past. And the chronic diseases are really linked to the lifestyle choices that people make, um, obesity being the underlying cause of many to include diabetes type 2, high blood pressure, elevated cholesterol, sleep apnea, even certain types of cancers. So again, the choices that we make with our eating and activity are crucial and it's very difficult when when people are are busy they're working many long hours when travel is involved because as we know there's an abundance of fast and convenient type food that surround us and it is difficult to eat in a healthier manner you know when we're out on the road or even just if you want to eat something quickly but there is a way to eat in a healthy manner um, it can be done well I, I, Practical tips. I know one of the things that I've learned over the years is, uh, you know, I've learned 
about protein bars. And, you know, I've, I've done some uh, little reading and research on, on my own. And uh, in conjunction with my own physician, you know, we, we've started to move away from a... Uh, you know, the high carb diet. I used uh-huh. to be a guy, I mean, I would love to drop into Starbucks, get my chocolate glazed donuts, you know, and, and, and a big latte and just, you know, I'm back in the car. And, but, you know, you don't feel well with that. And and now learning to switch over to, for instance, I, one of the things I enjoy are just these protein bars that you can get from Costco. And, uh, you know, I, I will tend to do that hop on an airplane, I may have a protein bar. If I have a little time in an airport, I may stop and get some eggs or something like that. But um, I'm just trying to find ways to to adjust, you know, think differently, I guess. And do you find that to be a challenge? Well, it is a challenge, but you can make these healthier choices. I think some of the restaurants that that surround us um, or that we encounter are beginning to be cognizant of that and offer some healthier choices. Mm -hmm. And definitely packing protein bars, protein drinks, healthy nuts, um, grabbing a yogurt instead of a soda. Um, It's it's a healthy alternative and people truly feel better. All of these uh, simple carbohydrates when after we eat them, they tend to shoot our blood sugars up quite rapidly, whether we have diabetes or not, and then those blood sugars quickly plummet, and then they begin zigzagging throughout the day, and that really just triggers that hunger and mm-hmm. cravings for more carbohydrates. It sets in more fatigue, and then in time, it's a way of just eating poorly and not making healthy choices. Yeah. One of the things that I've been kind of interested in just you read now and again. I'm, I'm I'm sort of curious as to you know, is this sort of something you hear in the media? Is is there truth to this? And then, you know, but lots of people. Okay, I I know I'm traveling a lot and I shouldn't be drinking all these cokes and you know it's just a lot of sugar and things. So I'll, I'll make this switch and I'll jump into you know um, these zero calorie beverages. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, at times I've heard it, that may not be the best decision. It, it, are those drinks an appropriate alternative? If you know, if I'm going to give up Mountain Dew, I can, can I do the zero calorie, you know, caffeine? Do the diet Mountain Dew? Diet Mountain right. Dew, you know, is right. that? Well, there has been some research that shows that some of the artificial sweeteners aren't as healthy for us as we'd like to think that they are. Um, some studies have shown that they will interfere with blood sugar and insulin regulation in the GI tract. Also, some studies have shown that the artificial sweeteners will send messages to the brain to make us want to crave um, and desire more sweet, more carbohydrate. So I really suggest to my patients that, you know, water is that best, (laughs) best alternative, the fine quality H2O. Um, You can get carbonated water that's flavored because people do like carbonated beverages, um, You can put slices of lime and orange and cucumber in water. You know, an occasional zero calorie is great, but it shouldn't be a preponderance of of one's beverage intake during the day. Do you think, again, looking at the the busy schedules and, you know, travel schedules and these kinds of things, how much do you think sort of planning plays into this? Is, Is that a way to kind of shift gears a little bit and sit and say, what are your thoughts about that? Oh, very much so. I mean, just as 
professionals need to plan their schedules, calendars, and um, timing. Um, planning goes a long way in helping us to eat in a healthy manner and exercise. If you know you're going to be gone for a week, just as you're packing your clothes, um, gathering the information you will need for your travels, you really can kind of sketch out a little bit what might you do for breakfast or lunch because you know where you will be. And can you throw a box of protein bars or prepackaged nuts into your suitcase? That's something that's pretty easy to do. And likewise, when we're home, you know, meal prepping on weekends, cooking a little bit of extra and freezing makes it easy to have a pretty simple but yet healthy meal during the week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How about how does exercise play into all of this? In terms of, again, thinking about just healthy eating, healthy diets, overall health, and the obesity component, you know, it's... Well, again, I think exercise is the key. Um, As I tell my patients, um, if they really want to lose weight, if they want to keep it off, exercise isn't a, uh, a luxury. It really becomes a necessity. And sometimes I encourage them to think about... If they had cancer, would they make the time to have chemo? And everybody typically says, of course they would. So if you want to lose weight and become healthier, why not choose to make the time to exercise and to eat well? Several of my patients have told me they actually put on their calendar time to exercise, but they'll put it under the guise of wellness committee. So for anybody else seeing their calendar, they have an appointment (laughs) at 2 o'clock in the afternoon They're on a wellness committee, and it might mean that they're leaving the office to go for a 20-minute walk. But it easily, well, not easily, it does take work, and it's hard, but it can be planned in. We can make an appointment to exercise just as we make appointments to do many other things. Mm -hmm. It becomes a commitment to ourselves. One of the things that I have found, it was kind of fun, uh, I, I don't need this tool anymore, but it, it kind of started uh, just a, a change. You know, I got into one of these little Fitbit things, and, uh, you know, you kind of set these goals. You can track yourself on the internet, and, you know, the further you walk, you start to why you've walked across New Zealand. You know, they give you all of these things, but, you know, I, I found myself trying to get steps, and, you know, even if you have a little time between planes at the airport, instead of, mm-hmm. you know, going into you know, one of the sky clubs or, you know, frequent flyer clubs or sitting down and, and having a bite, you know, you just, you know, walk around a little bit and see see what kind of steps you can get in. I really like your comment. I want to underscore this in terms of, you know, I, I think people tend to look at dieting, exercise, these kinds of things as um, maybe quick solutions and things, but they have trouble committing to it because, you know, we, we don't seem to view, well, uh, getting overweight or getting out of shape, at least right up front, it, it's not like you're facing a diagnosis of cancer. But you're spot on. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you look at, at the long-term health consequences uh, in terms of uh, overall well-being, uh, but then you look at, at diabetes and these kinds of things, y- y- if you have diabetes or you have cancer, you are going to seek treatment. And deal with it. So it seems to me, I, I like that perspective as a way to 
sort of encourage myself. Uh, I just think that's 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 a great great approach. I, the one other thing I'd kind of like to visit on a little bit, you know, how. You know, I just use the word diet as an example, uh, and and people will go in and, you know, first of the new year they make these resolutions, you know, and I, you know, um, but diet really isn't the appropriate way to look at this. I mean, do you have thoughts about the term diet? And and you know, I, to me, I, I've come to learn. I, I think that becomes a problem. It isn't mm-hmm. about diet. I, 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 am I correct? Well, I would agree, um, and I usually don't use the word diet when I'm working with my patients. We talk about eating plan. Many of my patients will uh, reference uh, diet, and, and I, I tend to uh, guide them uh, with a different choice of words because a diet is something that people go off of. And my goal when working with patients is to help them truly make lifestyle change. It's lifestyle change and making changes in habits that will help someone stay at his or her new weight. And it's interesting, the Greek word for diet is dieta, and what that truly means is manner of living. And for me, that's what this is all about. I love that. I love that. Uh, We're just about out of time here. I guess I'll give you a moment if you have any final comment or, or thought to share. Uh, in terms of people that are just, you know, again, busy, busy days, wanting to make the change, thinking about it might be a good thing to do and all that, but it's just, you know, getting started. You know, do, do you have any final closing thoughts of, of encouragement or an idea of, of, of how to make this kind of a change? Well, what I would say is it doesn't have to be all or nothing. Some people often think, gosh, if I don't go to the gym and work out for 60 minutes, why bother? Or if, you know, I don't eat salads three times a day and healthy protein, and then I had a bowl of ice cream, then I've blown my, quote, diet, I'll just forget about it. You just have to start somewhere. So maybe it's a matter of truly taking a five-minute walk when you have that little break in between appointments with clients or you have 10 minutes during your lunch and it's a beautiful day outside and you can walk around the block. So you had a bad day and maybe you overate or you had too many sweets. The, the answer to that would be so. So what could you do differently the next day? It doesn't mean that you give up. You just have to start somewhere and you build on one habit at a time, little by little. And interesting, uh, research shows that people don't need to lose all of their excess body weight um, to improve health. Research shows that if people can lose 5 to 10% of their initial body weight, they can markedly reduce their health risks. It can be overwhelming for somebody who weighs 300 pounds and that maybe ideally should weigh 150, thinking, where do I begin? But if that person could lose 15 to 30, that's a market difference and a market improvement mm-hmm. in health. Yeah, interesting. I, I like the old saying, you know, every successful journey starts with that very first step. That's you know, and it, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, you know, I, I like keeping the, the focus on where we're at 
getting started as opposed to I have to do it all right now and you right. know okay right. very good well listen Dr. Basket has indeed been a pleasure I really appreciate you taking the time to sit down and, and share uh, a few thoughts with our audience uh, to those uh, listening uh, I hope you found something of value in today's uh, discussion and please feel free to reach out anytime if any of you have any thoughts in terms of topics or other folks that you'd like to see if we can uh, have join us on the podcast. Thanks for listening. Uh, Oh, and my email address, if you'd like to reach out, mbass at alpsnet.com. That's again, mbass at alpsnet.com. Thanks much. Bye-bye.